talking about demons. What are the demons? What's this? Tell me about them. What are the voices about? It's one. It's another voice. The evil side. Yeah, whatever your name is, Satan. Welcome back and good evening. We're uh, back on Evil Examined. Uh, we did have a one-week hiatus, unfortunately. It's uh, my fault. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Come on. That's a little harsh. We had a, a life event, unfortunately. Uh, that kind of sucked. So, yeah, that's, that's what it is. R.I.P. Yeah. I mean, we would dedicate the show, but... I feel like he wouldn't want that. No. <laughs> Not this show. Not <laughs> this one. No. But uh anyway, we're we're back. Sorry for the uh the week off, but yeah, should happen sometimes. So a uh, couple of house housekeeping items, I guess. Um I wanted to say that uh my short story The Baptism did get accepted Woo-hoo! to yeah. Hellbound Books for <laughs> the uh Blood and Blasphemy anthology. So that's very exciting. Uh, it's going to be a, ga- to a banger. Yeah. Check out Hellbound Books. They seem to have a lot of different uh, up-and-coming indie authors on there and some, some interesting horror writing if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, speaking of horror writing, we were, well, horror and horror writing, we were at uh, Revival Brewery in Cranston. What was it? Was that last night? Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Me and Brian went over there. And uh, we met up with the guys from PVD Horror um, who, you know, they put up a bunch of different, like, horror stuff on Instagram, like, best kills and shit like that. But for anyone who's interested and has a love for horror, they actually do, like, screenings there once a month of retro horror movies. And they do, like, little raffles and stuff like that. Um, Little raffles. Little raffles. Little raffles. Like, they they did I Know What You Did last summer when we went. And they raffled off some really cool art that they did. And also a couple of old like VHSs of the movie. So it was just like a cool kind of uh, nostalgia thing. Did you get your hands on one? No, I didn't enter the raffle. I was busy talking to them. Because they were at Scaricon too. They were there when the guy like shit his pants and freaked out. So we were like talking to them about that. Yeah, we bonded over that. Never forget. Bonding over feces, you know. But... Yeah, so shout out to those guys. Check them out um, in their Instagram page. is cool. We might actually have them on the show sometime. We were talking about it with them. 
So we'll see uh, if that comes to fruition. But today we do have uh, a special guest, Snodgrass in the house. What's up? What's up? Yeah, I've known Brendan for uh, quite some time. This is his first chance uh, that is going to be on the show. Um, We really wanted to bring him on because... um, He's an expert. Our shows are broken up into, as you know, the three segments, the odd news, the Forbidden Five, and the Evil Entry. So in a couple weeks, you guys will hear the Evil Entry, and um, that's going to be the Station Nightclub Fire. And Brendan's just very familiar with the with the case and the tragedy. And uh, he read the book Killer Show, too, which is uh, a source that we'll be citing a lot through our uh, presentation of the materials. And he also met Gray White in person, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. So we'll get into those details when we uh, move on into the station episode. So expect that in a couple of weeks. Um, shit. Anything, anything else you guys want to talk about before we get into it? No. JP? Hopefully, um, we'll get some videos up on the YouTube channel, too. Oh, yeah. examine. That's right. That's in process. Yeah, Gene's, Gene's been working on that. So, I mean, uh, we're trying to crank some stuff out. We started doing, like, the prime cuts of evil, which was just, like, trying to make short videos of, like, our best uh, funnier segments or more interesting segments. It's really hard to find those, though, because this <laughs> show sucks, but... Um, no, so be on the lookout for that, www.evilexamine.com. We're also putting up, uh, Katie's been putting up some cool shit on Instagram, too, um, for botched executions, what, you did that flash action video. Oh, how, how, do you, that was how do you say that? Yeah, just like stop motion. Stop motion, yeah. An artist. People seem to really enjoy that, awesome. that, though. People were loving that. And then you did the Catherine wheel, too, right? Yeah. Those are, those are awesome. This shit's cool. You guys got to check it, it out. Cool. But yeah, you can also check it out on our Facebook too. The Evil Examined Facebook. Um, all of this stuff simultaneously posts in each place. So yeah, yeah give us give us a, a look, but and a follow. I mean, uh, for today's episode, we're going to be doing uh, what? What did we come up with the title for this? It's a real good title. <laughs> uh, so today's we're going to do the El Paso asshole and the Dayton dickhead. Those two fuck faces that uh, killed a bunch of people over the last few days. So let's get ready. Let's strap in. It's time for the odd news. Okay, so as you guys probably know, there were two shootings and total there were at least 31 people that were killed over the weekend in a mass shooting in both uh, Texas and Ohio, uh, respectively. Um, So we'll start off with the El Paso asshole incident. Um, So a gunman shot and killed at least 22 people in in the El Paso Walmart on Saturday. The suspect, identified as 21-year-old Patrick Crucius, has been charged with capital murder, and the police said they found a four-page anti-immigrant document that he wrote posted online outlining quote-unquote white nationalist and racist views. So uh, the document that was titled The Inconvenient Truth 
laid out a dark vision of America overrun by Hispanic immigrants and was published on the online message board Achan. Achan? Achan? Achan. Chan. Yeah. Um, I just got an updated uh, report on that, though. It might have been a copied um, post from an, their original post, so we don't know where yeah. the original might have. There's a, the, the, I guess the um, owner of 8chan has come out and said that it wasn't him that directly posted it, that someone else posted did, the manifesto. Did yeah. you say the name of it was An Inconvenient Truth? Yeah, that's what he named it. So he ripped off Al Gore. That was the name of his climate change <laughs> yeah. book. What the fuck is that shit. all about? Oh, anyway, sorry, I just noticed that. But. <laughs> Wait, but he, <laughs> the good catch there. Was he like, like smearing the left with that title? Is that It could have been. Right. right. Is, I it, guess I, it, is it supposed be, right? to be irony or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah. The it's real inconvenient. Maybe it was like the real inconvenient truth. Yeah, yeah he's like, you're worried about climate change. I'm worried about <laughs> I'm talking things. some other climate change here. <laughs> you know? The political climate. Um, what was that? Yeah. So that was posted 20 minutes uh, before the shootings occurred. Um, and on that document, the writer warns of a Hispanic invasion and says the Democrats are using open borders and free health care for illegals as a way to attract new voters. Even if that were true, like... What would be the worst that would happen if there were a Hispanic invasion? Like, I feel like everything that would come out of that would be good. Yeah, probably delicious like, food. Yeah, the food right. would be way more seasoned. That's for sure. More bilingual places, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, there's no reason for mass murder, you know? Unless, yeah, there's never a good reason for murder. <laughs> like, Even, like, right. regular murder, right? Right. Unless someone's trying to kill you. But is that murder? If a lot of people were trying to kill you, I guess mass murder would be okay. But so, I don't know if you're going to get into this, but was this psycho on medication or what? Uh, I didn't see anything on that though. No, no. Okay. Usually that stuff, because it's a valid question. Because I feel like most of the time these guys are always tweaked out on something. Um, a lot of the shooting cases that we've gone over, you know, they've been on Zoloft or all kinds of psychotropic drugs. So I'm sure something will come out on the medical histories. This is it's still pretty early in the story. Well, we're just we're just learning about their fucking notebook drawings today. Do you think that that's always the case though? Like, you yeah, know how there's like uh, religious uh, fever, right? Like someone just believes in something so so much that they're uncompromising in their approach. To yeah, it. but uh, if you look like statistically, statistically, the vast majority of shooters are on psychotropic drugs. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a it's like a well-known trend. Which is obvious because you would have to have some sort of mental issue to commit that sort of atrocity, you know? I know. Yeah. I'm going to I'm usually wrong just... about this type of stuff and I'm usually way wrong, so I don't know. I'm not going to stick by this, but I bet you any money there's a, a a years worth of 8chan and 4chan shit with this guy getting radicalized on the internet. That, that's, that's my what, prediction. That's what I'm thinking. That's my prediction. Yeah. You already mentioned 8chan, yeah. but I know, I think 4 and 8chan are where people are getting radicalized with the white nationalist shit and all that these days, you know? So we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. But. I yeah. totally agree. He's alive, so they can squeeze out some more info <laughs> over time. But it fucking squeezes us. <laughs> but no, I think, I think it's, it's definitely like a combination of mental issue, usually, Isolation, right? Mm-hmm. And internet. Yeah. So the trifecta. Isolation of, is big. 
Like, it's like the three eyes, but not like the Kurt Angle ones. You know, yeah, this is not, the three eyes of mass murder. Not the good eyes, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he also cites his fear that an influential uh, Hispanic population in Texas would make the state a Democratic stronghold. But he says the Republic Party is also terrible because the GOP is, in his mind, pro-corporation, which could lead into uh, more immigration down the line. <laughs> Just can't win, can So he? you can't win on, on both sides. And that's why this was his... So he's, he's calling his side out, too. Like, you guys aren't doing your jobs. So I'm going to have to. In so, his eyes. So really... He's just—he wasn't really associated with a political party. It sounds then it's more just uh, a mishmash of beliefs, I guess. Uh, it most most of it uh, kind of points towards the right side of his. I guess if it was one or the other, leaning what he was leaning towards. But you can be part of a either party and still call someone out for call them out for not doing. What they say they're going to do or whatever. Yeah. I, I think corporatism is the new go-to when you're pissed off about something. Like, you're like, oh, it's the corporatists. They're fucking everything up and they're causing yeah. all this. It, both sides do it. The Bernie Sanders people, the Trump they all do it these days. That's what I, it seems like anyway, you know? Yeah. That's true. Um, so, yeah. The cool thing, though. Not the cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I was like, wow. The interesting <laughs> thing. <laughs> God. They are going to crucify you. All seven of them. <laughs> all my viewers. Um, <laughs> the interesting thing is, though, because when you think about this, and you see, you're seeing this a lot with shootings, they're, they're pointing the finger at the president, right? Because they're saying that he's inciting these hate speeches and like inciting the people with his speeches and, and whatnot. So was Obama doing that for Dylan Roof then? You know what I mean? Like this yeah. shit's been there. I don't, you know, I know. It, it's just, it's like, he's, I, he's I think the perfect, that's just like, like cop out, yeah. you know, like it's like uh blame Trump for it. Like what don't they blame Trump for? You know, like what one thing have you heard that he hasn't been blamed for? That's true. I mean, yeah, it's it's true. It's again, it's another go-to. It's it's you know what I mean. When you don't really want to get to the bottom, you don't really want to get to the truth. I mean, just blame, blame the Trump. corporations yeah. or Trump or the fucking <laughs> Federal Reserve, whatever it is. You know, I mean, it's and he makes uh, easier that way. He like, makes it. A, he makes himself an easy face. target in a way too. Yeah, but yeah. What'd you say? Come on, that's his job. Like when you're in, when you're the president, or like if you're like the CEO of a company, like you're the face of the company. Like people have to. I don't know, like yeah. individualize something somehow. And it's not like he's the one making decisions on every single thing. He's just the one that has the responsibility. You know what I mean? It, anyone who is in that role of president. He's just it's a it's public like, face. It's like the quarterback yeah. of a football team. Right. They always get more credit for the wins and also more, take the most more hatred for the losses, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's never the right amount, you know? It's a, it's, it's a team sport, just like... That's that's politics. It's it's a massive team. It's not one person unless it's a dictatorship. Although a lot of these people will say you're a part of Trump's dictatorship. I, I don't really yeah. think they know what that means. It's the same thing when you work for a corporation and it's like, oh, you charged me this fee. It's like I didn't do anything. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I got that at work. 
You did this. No, I didn't. <laughs> did Bitch, I don't even know you. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? But uh, just a tidbit. Um, did you guys hear about the the uh, ISIS and the ISIS the ICE um, crackdown where mm-hmm. they took like how many people? I, I saw just a headline. What is it? What, what what actually happened? They like, I guess they were doing a. Like it was a, like an operation they had for a while. To crack down on this factory, this poultry factory or some shit like that. There was two. Bukwak? Supposedly. But uh, there was a lot of Im- Ill- illegal immigrants that were working there. Like 300 or more. I don't know the exact number, but... Reminds so, me of Napoleon Dynamite. No one blamed... Like, the fun... The, the weird part is, like, they... They took all these people in, and, like, they didn't... The owner of the company they didn't get in trouble. Why? Oh. Isn't that I don't. Like, I mean, I don't know much like, about the legalities of it. But if you're hi- if you're hiring illegal immigrants, you would think you get slapped around a little bit, right? At least I would think so. Because <laughs> no one talks about that. It kind of reminded me of like you know the well maybe because the climate's so tender right now. It's like you know if you fucking have anything bad to say about immigration or you have any like viewpoint that might be like oh well, let's have a better vetting system you know like. You're a fucking racist, or it's not. You know what I mean? It might just be like, oh, you're concerned about the number of doctors in the country as opposed to the number of people, or mm-hmm. it could be it could be anything that you might be concerned about. I mean, there's reasons that we screen people before they come into the country. It's not all just like we don't want any of you guys here. Like, yeah, but I feel it's not like always racist, right? Agendas. Yeah, it's just look at other countries, dude. Like, other countries have way stricter. Immigration than us. I think if you look, I did some research just to try to, you know, educate myself. And I looked at the Western Hemisphere and the immigration laws in every country in the Western Hemisphere. The United States is pretty lax. We're pretty relaxed with our our immigration policy. If you compare, there's even some Caribbean countries where you have to write the government a check for $100,000. You have to pay them just to apply to be a citizen. So it's really not, it's... I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I'm just saying. In comparison, it's, it's so it's way more lax than than what people it's are making. More lax in we have Canada. More space. It's, it's, well, not in Canada. Canada has tons of space. But oh, they have a lot of space. In Caribbean but countries. But I'm saying they're true. Their no, policies. It's all true. It's all true. Totally. You talk about policies, though, right? Yeah, policies. Yeah. Yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But anyway, it just I don't know. But it's like everyone's That's talking true. about fucking. Oh, I'll move to Canada when Trump comes because of immigration. It's like, dude, the fucking immigration's harder over there. Right, you, you're, you're not going to get it. You're going to have to wait and see if they're even going to accept you. They're right, going right. to kick your ass back. <laughs> it's like it's this. It's kind of a funny circular Cycle. circular thinking, you know? Like it's it's the process. I think most people are treated pretty fairly when they apply for citizenship here. You mm-hmm. know, I I just don't think it's what people say it is. You know. It's, well, you have someone like my my brother's. Uh, Ex-wife, for example, uh, she had to apply and pay a lot of fucking money to do it the right way. You know what I mean? And they were married. So what's wrong with just having people take the appropriate steps? You know? I, do you think fear is, is the main thing here? Like, they're afraid if they go, go to wherever they need to go to uh, try to apply legally, that they're just going to be deported? Like, oh, you're illegal. Get the fuck out. Well, no. I mean, you go to where you're... Isn't there... There's like I don't a, know how it works. I think there's saying. a point... I, hap- know, I know right now, to in, in the United States, the, the part that's busted is that 
to apply for asylum, you have to physically be on the soil. So if you're on the border of Mexico and the United States and you're in Mexico, if you jump over the border into the United States and the security, uh, the border come over, you just say, I'm claiming asylum. You didn't break the law. But what happens is I guess they take you and by the time your case gets processed, it's about four to five years. So now you're in the United States for four or five years. So that's part, I, I know that's, I know a little bit about and this. And you have a kid there. Now you have a kid, right. And that's what makes it complicated because yeah. now your case comes up. Maybe it turns out you weren't eligible for asylum, but you have a kid in the school system, you know, so it just fucks everything up, you know, that's, hmm. but I think, I don't know. I, you know, so, I, I know they're trying to change the asylum laws where you can, it's easier to apply you know, when you're outside the United States rather than having to like, you know, but so you, there's no way to apply for like, like what's the difference between citizenship and asylum? Temporary. Asylum's the temporary. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But why, why wouldn't they just apply for citizenship? Cause well, if you're crossing the border, you you have to claim asylum to not get just automatically deported. If you don't no, I mean, claim but before you jump oh, the border, right, 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 like right, why right. is there is there a process where is that where it's broken? There's no process to actually. Well, I think we have like 14 embassies. Em- that yeah, you go like to, right? somewhat in in in, this, in Mexico itself, and you can go to those and apply for asylum, but you have to physically be inside the asylum. The the um the port it's called a port and I don't know it gets because that's of, considered U.S. soil right it's considered U.S. soil yeah. right right but again it's it's fucked up it's probably just like overpopulated and the fucking line is must be insane or something right yeah I would think yeah exactly yeah so that's probably it it's people want to they don't want to wait years maybe right. to DHA, go through the DHA process thing. yeah Walmart though like that's where you end up at Walmart. And Everybody goes this, to Walmart, dude. Yeah. That's where the guy. I'll be honest. I kind of like going to Walmart. Like sometimes, every once in a while, me and Kato go to Walmart. Uh, Walmart on like a late night on like a fucking like <laughs> Friday or Saturday. It's a total loser thing, but we'll end up in there once in a while at like really late, and it's just fucking fun. I don't know. It's, it's like, like looking girl, at DVDs and shit. Like I love those. Like um, it's like being wire. a mall rat as an adult. <laughs> yeah. The wire containers of like bouncy balls and stuff. Those are always awesome. Do you go inside them? I want to. You can I got I got kicked out of a Walmart at like <laughs> two in the morning once for I we were we were skateboarding. We took some of the skateboards off the shelf and we were skateboarding and my buddy threw a kickflip and fell and almost broke his tailbone and the security came and escorted us out. So we were those we were the assholes there once. We were the guys you went to see in one of the Walmarts once, which was kinda that's awesome, dude. It was cool. <laughs> I wish... Uh... Oh, well, actually, we got in trouble at the Walmart recently. Yeah. Because you were hiding... You broke a display kind of, right? Damn. <laughs> no response. Or you were knocking things off <laughs> the was... other side of it? <laughs> yeah. I was hiding behind a bunch of towels, and I was, like, waiting for him to come down the aisle that they had hanging, like, I don't know, from hangers or something. I was waiting to jump out at him. But while I was standing back there, I was laughing and knocking stuff down off the other side. So when I jumped out, it wasn't him. It was like Walmart employees <laughs> oh, no. that are like. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Damn, Wally Uh-oh. World. Just another day. No. Like, this is the shit we have to deal with here. <laughs> All right. All right. So sorry. Okay. Like, yeah. We kind of went off there. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit of a Immigration, detour. Walmart. I mean, it's, it's kind of relevant, right? It's completely relevant. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, <laughs> this dude fucking drives 11 hours from his home in uh, Allen, Texas, 
to El Paso, the the Walmart in El Paso, uh, just so we can target um, the Hispanic or Latino residents there. Because in El Paso, it's is known that there's like 83% um, Hispanics, the, the population there. And where he lives, there's only like 11%. So it would have been a little harder for him to do the shootout yeah. there. So he made the troop to uh, fulfill his mission. Um, going back to the interesting thing that I never got back to. <laughs> uh the, uh, they, they like to blame Trump for a lot of stuff, right? Um, in this case, though, the the author said he... Let me not call him an author, because that's... that's well, an author. author. It's, not, it's the, not like a fucking published author. The asshole. <laughs> yeah. The asshole. The asshole author. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said he's held these beliefs for years, and this uh, way before Donald Trump was even president. So he's not get, giving credit to Donald Trump. He's like, so does that my... exonerate Trump? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they'll bury that. Make sure that yeah, they'll bury that. That's just an interesting tidbit there. Yeah. It is in case you hear no, people really saying, yeah. Otherwise, like, oh, Trump. Yeah. No, this guy was doing his homework online for that long. Yeah, but, uh, this is usually not an overnight thing. Yeah, when you decide to kill a mass amount of people like that. I didn't really see um, a lot about the the specs on his guns and shit, though. Like usually, you you hear about what kind of guns he was using because that's a big thing too, like automatic guns mm. and all that stuff. We saw some on the the Dayton one. They put a the thing Dayton one. Thing. I had I had some info on that, but this but, one didn't really give me much actually. Surprisingly, because the guy's alive. Right, you would think with the one that's alive too, it'd be yeah. But uh, there seemed to be more info on the the Dayton dickhead, which we will get to right now. Um, let's see. This guy's a total dickhead. Yeah. He's a far more interesting character. He fucking character. looked like a dickhead, too, right? Yeah, he looked like a fucking soy boy. He looked like he fucking smells, huh? Like Definitely. that kid that smells on the school he bus. He looks like some of the people I used to fight on in Yu-Gi-Oh battles, like in <laughs> the fucking mall and shit. In the back of a fucking dead dead mall, right? <laughs> the fucking stenches of BO intertwining with each other. Dude, you've been there? <laughs> We've all been there. Okay. So in this one, um far less people died. This one, um, Nine people were killed in the shooting in Oregon, uh, Dayton, Ohio. The Oregon district of Dayton, Ohio. The suspect, 24-year-old Connor Betts. Betts? Yeah, I think it's Betts. Betts, yeah. In that shooting, he was killed during the aftermath uh, after a confrontation with police. And watching the video wasn't really much of a confrontation. He just ran and got shot like a little bitch. Yeah, they neutralized him pretty well and quickly. I give big props. I I give props to... Police, you know, we, we were watching the video and it's a 30 seconds they took his ass out in. I love how they call it a confrontation. A confrontation could be a fucking argument, it's a shootout, it's a yeah. fucking shootout, right? <laughs> right, confrontation. <laughs> My gun is arguing with your gun. I don't like confrontation. But what, when they clipped him, though, he was running into a liquor store, right? Or a bar, it was a bar, yeah. And nightclub bar, yeah. Thing. And there was a ton of people that had sought refuge in there moments earlier. So he would have probably killed a, a lot bunch. more fucking people if that cop you, didn't get they him. They were all like packed in there like sardines. 
Because he started a shootout at, at, in like an alleyway, it kind of looked like, right? And then he went into the street and killed... He killed one person like in the alleyway, then... Was that where he killed more. his sister? Where did he kill his I sister? I don't know where he killed his sister. Yeah. But so yeah. So did he know his sister was there? That's what I don't really understand. Yes, he knew his sister and his best friend were there. He was trying to kill both of them. Okay. Well, he killed his sister. So the best friend got away? I think he did. I think or best injured. friend is a poor term to describe him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say His so. associate or target. Yeah. <laughs> Might be better. His target, yeah. <laughs> best friend. <laughs> the stupidest shit I've ever heard. So, we got some specs here. He was armed with a... Uh, 223 caliber high capacity rifle with a hundred round drum magazine. There was two hundred. There was two uh, what drum was magazines it? apparently. But what was he doing with books about instruments at the shooting? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You said drum it's magazine, a, didn't you? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Shut the oh man! I'm sorry. I, I just caught that. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Nice. That's a good one. Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad at all, dude. No. <laughs> there goes all seven of our views. <laughs> well, I didn't poke fun about anything that happened. It's just yeah. the instruments. No, I actually thought there was a part of the story where he had, like, I was waiting I did for too. that. I was, I was excited. Wait say, all right, go ahead. Sorry, Gene. He's a Rush fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, Betts fired 41 shots in less than 30 seconds. And within those 30 seconds, he killed his sister as well as eight seemingly random bystanders in the area. Um, after that, he was killed by the op- uh, police officers on patrol. There was like quite a few. There was like six of them on patrol. So they lit his ass up right after the 30-second mark. Um, That's crazy how many people can die in such a short time. Right. And Okay, when bullets are being shot and you hear these videos of gunfire... Count to thirty seconds, just to yourself. If you if you're if you're listening to something that's disturbing like that, you'll see it's a long Is fucking it like time. an eternity. Yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. Um, as far as possible motives, it's hard to tell. Obviously, because he's dead, you can't really gather information from a dead guy. Mm. Um, Aside from maybe his uh, license, or maybe if, like a ghost whisper or some shit. Yeah. Um, Maybe they can bring in that psychic that we talked about a few episodes back. Maybe. (laughs) So uh, at a news conference on Tuesday, the Dayton uh, Dayton police chief, Richard Vilt, said the gunman had expressed the desire to commit a mass shooting to a few close to him. Um, The FBI said the gunman was also exploring violent ideologies, but added that it had... um, Added that it had not made a final uh, determination on his exact motives. Can, can I make a obs- can I uh, present an observation here? I don't. You've seen photographs of him, right? Yeah. His face strikes me that uh, that of which a man who doesn't get pooned. And I wonder if he might be associated with the incel movement. Hold that thought. No way. Are you serious? Did well, I get not that? confirmed? But okay. There's something that can. Because I'm just coming off the cuff with that. Wait, I haven't read up the, on the this. The what movement? Incel. The incel movement. What's that? So, do you, have you ever heard of Elliot Rogers? No. He's like he's the, the messiah. Yeah, he's like the virgin killer. So he 
couldn't get pussy. Girls didn't like him. Uh, Even they though he only was like, rich. Yeah, they only like asshole guys. You know, right. it's like, I don't understand why you like these guys. So there's all these videos of him. And yeah, he went on a killing spree because he couldn't get laid, essentially. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Instead of getting a hooker like any sensible <laughs> right. teen. Yeah. His dad was like a director, right? Or uh, like a movie director? Yeah. So, so he was loaded. He had like nice cars and everything. And he was just well, a Loaded's a poor <laughs> choice of words, but... <laughs> I mean, I hate to use this word, but isn't there a word called hogging for that? Isn't yeah. that what that's for? When you he can it? just go hogging. Right. What's hogging? Like hogging dos? No, no, I don't want to get into it. It's an old, yeah. and, it's, an, it's an old Andrew Dice Clay thing, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, but it, incel is involuntary, involuntary celibacy. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so they feel oppressed because they're forced to <laughs> not get laid. Um. So yeah. Find a fat chick. Just kidding. That's Hagen. That's Hagen. <laughs> she figured it out. Have you watched Andrew Dice Clay, Katie? It's, it's been stuff. it's been a long he time. He did a big piece. Of, that's where I got it. His, he used to talk about Hagen. So, you know. Isn't it like slam pigs too? You slam find pigs. Yourself with slam yeah. Pig. yeah. yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> now that we've offended everyone under the sun. <laughs> Yeah, my wife we was like, got... dude, don't make too much of an asshole out of yourself, you know? <laughs> we have to cover so. all the bases here. Can't leave anyone out. Um, okay. So, a little bit about the shooter, okay? So, a Twitter account that appears to have belonged to Connor uh, retweeted it, an extreme left-wing and anti-police post, as well as tweets supporting Antifa and anti-fascist protesters. Um, so, oh, yeah. so he's an Antifa supporter? Yeah, it seems like his Twitter was just riddled with like retweets from fucking Antifa. Wasn't Trump saying that he was considering labeling Antifa a terrorist movement too, like before this happened? He should. I heard that, yeah. I mean, in most accounts that I hear of Antifa, aren't they like very violent? Yeah, well, I watched it's an undercover never... video of uh, somebody that just went undercover to join them and like... Uh, like he had been, he created like a fake account and acted like he wanted to, you know, help. And like, dude, they were like, when he got there, they gave him like knives and shit. Like they all had knives. One of them had a gun in the car. Like they were talking about, it was just crazy. Over what? <laughs> like they want this <laughs> communist revolution and all this crap. I don't know. Yeah. But so this they, is, it, they want to be oppressed. They're going beyond protesting. You know what I mean? And they're hitting people with, uh, what there's the video of the guy getting hit with the bike lock too, right? The bike. Most lock of them, or... most of the videos end up with them getting severely beaten, beat down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like they can't fight. Too. They can't fight for shit. They end up getting knocked the they fuck put, out. They put like the girls up front, and then they like hide behind him. That's what the bike lock. Guy. He had like a, uh, he was like hiding behind girls because he knew that the Trump people wouldn't hit the girls, and then he like would sneak in between them and hit the people with the bike locks. So Isn't like, that funny though? Like, what type of a f- what cowards? Yeah, hiding behind a girl and then like painting them as bad guys when they're they're not hitting the girls, they're right. refusing to hit the girls. Yeah, and like they they're instigating. Like a lot of times you'll see them with pepper spray and they'll start pepper spraying people and they get surprised when they knock them the fuck out. Yeah, it's crazy. Man. It's... <laughs> like, oh, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, God. Protesters. Go ahead, though. You can stay on that forever. But the, the most recent tr- uh, tweet on his account was on August uh, 3rd, the day of the shooting, when he retweeted a post saying, 
millennials have a message for Joe for Joe Biden's generation. Hurry up and die. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was the last thing he retweeted. Wow. The pi- the picture of stability. Fucking V for Vendetta over here. Um now here's the this this is the one that might prove your uh, suspicions here. So classmates say that he kept a hit list. Um, the former high school classmates said that he had a hit list of people he wanted to kill or rape. Oh. So uh, most of the men were exclu- wanted to rape. They were exclusively to kill. Oh, okay. And then uh, he had mostly, I think, all females on the rape side. But um, was there any females on the kill side? Well, the sister, obviously. No, that was that was uh, El Paso. What? Oh no, yeah, yeah. No, she she was on it actually. Yeah, she was on it. The on rape the or the kill? kill? The kill. The kill. Oh man. Yeah. The kill. Is, is I it, guess is it was... incel or incest. <laughs> if you um, keep like a kill list or a hit list, do you try to keep it like organized? Like, would you put it in an Excel spreadsheet, or do you like write it down? And if your handwriting gets messed up, do you like have to start over? He actually had it written down. And then uh, I think a classmate found it and like reported it to to a teacher or something. And then the teacher approached him about it, and like he he didn't seem like nervous at all. He was like, "Oh, how do you know about that?" <laughs> so like, he admitted he was, just, he was just like surprised and shit. What so, if you were writing down your like fuck kill Mary game? Yeah, you know, it's like true. would you get in the same? I don't know how he got away with that though. Like I feel like someone should have. Really pursued that a little further. So, how old was he again? Uh, he was twenty-four. So, in high school, that was a while ago. Then, mm-hmm. unless he was a late learner. No, that was a while. Ago. No, that was a while ago. Okay, but he—that just shows his history. Like, is it's well known, uh, at least for the people that knew, knew him, that he was a weirdo and like kind of into violence and shit like that. Well, I remember. So, when Columbine happened, and I was in high school at the time. Um, there were these kids that dressed like trench coat mafia, like that whole thing that they came up with. Mm-hmm. And one of them had a hit list. And a friend of mine, his name was on it amongst a lot of other people and teachers and stuff. No one ever. They ended up reported. suspending him. But at that time, that's like, that's all you could do, I guess, right? I mean, I figured it was a lot different then, yeah. Because it was just the verge of all the school shootings. That was the first one, but obviously they were on high alert, yeah, because of what had happened. But yeah, the kill list. I feel like that goes back to Columbine. Yeah, I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, they they were what big on that. Right, we're yeah. still feeling the reverberations from that. So far, later. I think they. When actually... did Billy Madison come out? <laughs> that's oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's true. Who was it? The the, the Buscemi. T- oh, that's right, Buscemi, and he would he had the lipstick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he crosses. That's right. Then he yeah. puts the lipstick on. They play the music. Shoo up, shoo be doo. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's a great movie. I don't think suspending someone would be an effective deterrent because then that would piss them off more, and they would just come. It would just give them time to prepare. Exactly. For he when doesn't they have to back. worry about the, the map tests or anything. He's like, oh, I'll have more time. Um. Okay, so the, another interesting thing here. Some of the names on the hit list uh, 
already covered uh, were female students that have turned him down for dates. Ooh. Mm. Including his sister. Including his sister. Um, There was one chick that um, saw her name on the the fucking hit list and was like freaked out by him and shit. But she didn't report him back then. Um, He was also in a porno grind band. You ever heard of a porno grind band? Yeah. No. Yeah. Can you. Shed some light on that? Yeah. It's a band that sings about, uh, like, disgusting stuff. Like, sexualized Yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, like, something, like, for example, like, a, a lyric would be, like, fuck you and your anus pussy pee in your eye. Something yeah, like I think so. Yeah, I think that was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I eat your shit. I eat your shit and your vomit. Yeah, pretty like much. That? In oh. a different voice, though. I think it's a little bit. Shit and vomit! Yeah. More like that? Yeah. <laughs> do they do noises too? Yeah. Sing a little for us. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he was in a porno grind band with extremely graphic and violent lyrics. Uh, the band was called The Menstrual Munchies. Oh my God. Uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the authorities uh, searching his family home found writings that expressed an interest in killing people, but the writings did not indicate any racial or political motive. Let me so ask you, though. I'll tell you, this guy's a fuck of a lot more interesting than the El Paso asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, holy shit, dude. This guy's, you know. The El Paso ahead, asshole's more like cookie cutter. He's more cookie thing. cutter. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, is there any um, music that we can listen to from them? Or, <sighs> But the, the reason I ask is, like, is he one of those people that's just like, yeah, I'm in a band. I write songs, but it doesn't play a fucking instrument or do a goddamn thing? I actually don't know what his role in the band was. but uh, Probably played the triangle. The skin flute. <laughs> yeah, the meat whistle. <laughs> um, Cowbell? Sorry. <laughs> so, a friend of his, I guess? If you could, Did he if kill the him? If the guy can, can even have friends? Yeah. No, it's a girl. Oh, that's is really weird. weird. Yeah, this is what the... It takes a twist in the end. Um, <laughs> so, Adelia Johnson, she said, he talked a lot about killing people. Um, it was his main, uh, his main focus as a psychology person. I don't know if he was studying that. Uh, he was interested in what I feel like they should be studying him. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He was very interested in what makes a terrible, uh, terrible people do terrible things. He wanted to know what, what made terrible people click. Um, Johnson said that she and uh, Bets bonded over mental illness. <laughs> in a long statement, Johnson said she met Bates, I mean Bets in uh, college, and they bonded over depression, uh, depression humor. She said on their first date, um, Bets showed her a video of a mass shooting and gave her a play-by-play of what was happening. <sighs> like this, <laughs> Jesus. Christ. So that's a, a breakdown. That's. Yeah, this guy just gets weirder and weirder. But like, wait, so the they did go. Under- so he was on a date. <laughs> well, she thought it was a date. No, they didn't. Or he didn't get any. Maybe it was. They're just. just they yeah. just bonded over like they just talked about mental illness and like shooting people and shit. Oh, I just thought you used the word date though. He did. She the used the word quotes. date, but I do, I also did the air quotes. Oh, you did, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got to use my eyes and my ears. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he would give her the play by play of. The, the videos and shit like that. 
Like he will he will really study them. Um, Johnson said that she felt so it romantic. was not really abnormal for a psychology student to be fascinated by the horrors of humans. Um, so she didn't it didn't ring any red flags to her. I guess when you put it that way, I can. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I when I was in college, like I wanted to study abnormal psychology, but you had to apply to the major, and I was too lazy, so. I didn't, so. I took a psychology course down at the community college. Went for about a month. Then just stopped going. Yeah. Do you think you can gather a lot in in a, <laughs> in a, a, a mass shooting video, though? Well, the play-by-play play part of it is kind of crazy. Like, you would think, oh, you, know? you, you would listen to, like, interviews with killers to right. learn more about how they think, right? But, Not yeah. fucking shooting right. videos and... Like, you can joke about a lot, but when you're actually watching people shoot other people and it's real, it's fucking disturbing. that's disturbing, you know? like When you're mm-hmm. studying body language, I'm thinking body language isn't fucking shooting people and choosing who you're going to shoot and which angle you're going to shoot at. It's not like, oh, the guy has his hand on his cheek, he's thinking. Now he has his hand on his mouth, he's getting ready to... You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I'm, like... This, this guy went. This guy went. Fucking He's got into detail, like he, how he approached the situation. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, he went through the side door. That way, they couldn't escape. Like when you're interested in psychology, it's more about yeah, the build up and the why not behind the, someone not doing tactical, something, not the how. Yeah. Not tactical. Fucking <laughs> the how combat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a fucking dick wrinkle. But she said that their relationship consisted mostly of just going out drinking and talking about their mental illnesses. <laughs> <laughs> this guy so, sounds like... I don't know. Isn't that everyone that just goes did out drinking? That's like make, what you end up talking about. Did he make a move on her? Did he at least make a move on her? Or did he just go out and fucking whine? Like, she, I mean... She's on the rape list. You know it. You know She has to be, yeah. yeah. Was that confirmed? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if I do find out more updates on the actual... Imagine I find the hit list. That'd be ill. That'd be ill. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for, for today's uh, odd news. I think I covered their personalities a little bit. The the El Paso Asshole was a little bland. Yeah, but, but uh, the this, Dayton dickhead. Um, there's also some... It's quite vibrant. There's also some notebook drawings of his satanic uh, beliefs and shit, too. So Satan seems to be playing a, a role of scapegoat to some extent. Uh, yeah. You know who else is paying? Um, who they're trying to? What they're trying to use as a scapegoat? Um, so after the shootings, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Trump is actually blaming video games as. <laughs> no way! Oh, we never heard that one before, oh right? Oh my god! Uh, blaming video games and Walmart, they are banning violent uh, video games from their shelves. Their, no their way! Displays, right? Oh, but, their displays, not from selling them. Uh, so you could still buy it like online, probably, but not like in the store. I don't think they're sh- they're they're selling them. They're, oh. There's something about banning. That's gonna be like video games. half of all fucking video games. But that, that's funny. While they're banning the video games, they're still selling fucking guns at Walmart. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, it's so stupid. Oh, so they're on the same page as Trump. Trump must have called them up and said, "Hey, Wally World." <laughs> yep. You want to fix it? So yeah. How do we fix it, guys? Fucking ridiculous, huh? How do we fix it? Less people. There needs to be like a... Well, they're already play. doing that in a real violent way. That's what we're trying to stop. Yeah. Right. I think if they, they ban violent video games, it'd just be more people like shooting. Like... Yeah. You don't want those a, fucking kids outside? I think... <laughs> those kids need to be inside 
releasing all the releasing all their fucking anger in the games and beating off every hour. What if they just got rid of cell phones? People would revolt. They revolt, yeah, but they couldn't the organize to do it. Oh, do they still have computers. Oh, I didn't yeah, think of that. Yeah, they still got Facebook, social media. Is guns the problem, guys? No. Mental illness. Well, I don't know about... Because if you look in Japan, there's, there's people that uh, go around and they don't... Ma- there's not mass shootings. They do like mass stabbings and shit. Well, that, that's actually what I wanted to... I, that's why I asked the question because I, I have one thing I wanted to bring up is that what's been buried amongst all these two shootings is that just a day ago... Four people were fatally stabbed in Southern California on Wednesday in a spree of violence that involved multiple robberies and attacks in two cities, police said. The suspect, 33, is in custody Wednesday. So I guess this happened Wednesday, but the story just broke a day ago. But his identity was not immediately disclosed. Police said that there was no threat, that there's no threat to the public at that time. These victims are all random acts of violence. Our suspect was not associated with any of our victims. So this is, this is the same thing as a mass shooting, but with machetes. And the attack was not thought to be racially motivated, he said. All the victims are Hispanic, as, as was the suspect, Whitney said. Mm. The spree stretched for two hours, during which time police received calls from armed robberies of multiple sites. The motive and at least some of the attacks, was believed to be robbery, but police are still investigating, he said. It was a heinous act, Whitney said. Two men were fatally stabbed in the apartment complex in Garden Grove and a man at St. Anna's Subway restaurant and a security guard inside a 7-Eleven across the street uh, were fatally stabbed at those locations. A woman at a car insurance company was stabbed at, the, uh, at a robbery for a robbery there, and a man pumping gas at a Chevron station was stabbed and had his nose nearly severed. Oh, Jesus. How cool would it well, be if I'd someone I'd came up and shot. cut your sandwich with a machete, though, and just ran out? That would be cool. Like, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, what about that rash? And you could of, share. In Germany and in England, and I think in France, they were just driving fucking box trucks into crowds of people. So, I mean, yeah. evil's going to find a way. The, that's right. the bottom line. And they were doing that. There's a girl that did that in Vegas. Right. You know what I mean? Like, dude, like, uh, yeah. Do the do guns create unfortunate tragedy? Absolutely. There's no getting around it. But it's just so, to me, it's not going to solve the problem if we just put restrictions on guns. Mental health, dude, is a big fucking problem. Getting kids off of drugs. Yeah. Like, I mean, where what do we make up 5% of the world? And I think we... Uh, eat 90% of the meds, I think. Uh, I could be a little off on that, but I believe it was something like that. It feels yeah. that way. Well, speak for yourself, I s- but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but I mean prescribed drugs. I know, not. I'm just joking. But, no, I remember I saw a cartoon, and it was a cartoon of an elementary school, and it said, drug-free zone. And the cartoon, it had a, 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 a... <laughs> a dump truck backed in dumping <laughs> containers of Ritalin, and I'm just like, yeah. it's so true, man. It's yeah. just so true. Yeah, the kids are indoctrinated into society and like learn how to interact with other people while they're on drugs sometimes now. Mm-hmm. Like it's at that young of an age. Four or five years old. Yeah. Feeding them fucking pills. The kids are all on speed and like 
you're cranking them up, you're winding them down. There's an old and... punk song that's like, I'm pretty sure the world's on Ritalin, and that's what gets stuck in my head whenever. What song? The world's on Ritalin. By who? Uh, I don't know. It's probably Pennywise or something. Oh, oh. But there should be a screening, a better screening process for people purchasing guns. Um, like you said, if a lot of them are on drugs or have mental illnesses like this guy. Yeah, I think um, that might not be, that might be that's a good fu- thing. That's fine to, with me. If you can align what type of medications someone's on with a check for a gun, you know what I mean? I think if you Like wanna... if it's a mind altering and it has those effects that have been known to trigger, I'm okay with that, you know? Yeah. I think a double barrel shotgun, if you want to buy that, I think... You know, almost anyone should be able to... I mean, yeah, you can kill people with it, but I mean, how many times yeah. are you going to be able to reload that thing before right. somebody kicks it out of your hand, you know? I mean... Mm. Unless you're at the old folks' home. Yeah, you could probably <laughs> do some damage there. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a video game. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, speaking of mental health, though, uh, I wanted to bring up that um, I recently started listening to that rapper, uh, NF, mm. and... uh he actually, uh, his music is considered therapy for people that have mental issues. A lot of people. And depression. And uh, a lot of people say they use it as like a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. His new album's coming out. Uh, we pre-ordered the vinyl. I really like it. Uh, we don't get a lot of time to talk about music on here really, but it kind of ties in. And I thought, uh, so I don't know. We probably have a lot of deranged people listening to our show. If you're having uh, any trouble in your own life, maybe check out that new NF album. Yeah. You know what? Actually, this is, this might sound weird, but one album that always, if I was ever feeling down or slumping or anything like that is Pantera's vulgar display of power. Cause it's all about <laughs> like fucking self-confidence and like self-respect. And that's all that Phil Anselmo, he's mm-hmm. always singing about that type of shit and having confidence and being real with people. And I used to listen to that album and I'm like, man, I like the way this dude thinks, but it's, it's it used to like really like actually make me feel better about myself. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, you know, but yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Cause that's cool. I think that's cool. And that works for certain people. The NF stuff. I, I more think it's, he's more like, exposing his vulnerabilities you know what i mean so you and, don't feel alone yeah you don't right. feel alone it's like different. it's like very relatable you know? right right definitely different yeah i know yeah yeah i know what you're saying but yeah. either way there and then if you just want to feel happy you know just listen to that first eagles of death metal album peace love and death metal you know i used to listen it's so to easy dude. a lot of like um like really depressing music when i was depressed so eventually like because i eventually get tired of it and i'm like man these guys are Pussies. <laughs> and then I stopped listening, I feel better because I like I'm not that fucked up. <laughs> Yo. Well, I guess that uh about wraps us up then, right? Um Yeah, that covers it. Um oh look and uh was it recent news, uh there was a guy with uh, a couple of guns oh. approaching a Walmart, right? In the, yeah, in the he Jer- walked in Missouri. what kind of fucking idiot goes into the Walmart armed to the T with with fucking Kate what he had uh clips and fucking yeah he was decked out in like it was crazy equipment and like he had guns walking around a bunch of bullets and ammunitions and but luckily the cops found him before anything could really like, happen like if you if see a guy walking around with a fucking automatic rifle or a semi-automatic rifle and all these clips and he's not shooting anyone 
Are you, are you like, going to tackle him? Like, it just feels like you, like, is he going to start? What the fuck's he doing with all this stuff? You know what I mean? Even if it's legal, it's still, like, it's just... It's in poor taste, for sure. It's in poor taste, especially on Walmart. Come on, like, my even a week has gone by, and you're fucking re- reenacting. What a dipshit. Yeah. He probably got dropped on his head. And they probably stomped on his ass a couple of times. Hopefully, Hopefully someone kicks him in the nuts now, though, too, you know? <laughs> to make sure he can't reproduce. Yeah, just yeah. kick his balls right into his fucking taint. That's what I would He'll do. He'll probably sue them, yeah. though. And, yeah. I think his, his balls should be crushed into a fine pulp. Yeah, put in a blender. Yeah. And I'll just end And this. feed it to the fucking fat fuck from the porno band, right? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. dead, though. Yeah. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Fucking dump it in his fat face. Yeah. Menstrual munchies. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh. Remember, you can, uh. <laughs> you can ban guns, but people will still find their way. You know, criminals will find their ways. You'll make it harder for the people that are trying to protect themselves. You heard that all before, right? Yeah. Try to figure out a better process to, um, keep the people that shouldn't have weapons in their hands. Away from them. Yeah. Or just like maybe like let's work on those people that shouldn't have weapons. Maybe they're fixable, you know? Yeah. If not, let's crush their testicles. <laughs> Amen. All right. What about you, Katie? I I love to crush some testes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll have another s- s- soup of nut porridge for you next week. Uh, and we're going to be doing uh, In Love with a Monster, where we'll be examining... Some of these sick fucks and exactly how they, you know, have some weird ass groupies. I think that'll be an interesting episode. Uh, It'll kind of graze over some other ground that we've covered. And we're just going to talk about the people that aren't quite as sick as them, but are in love with them somehow. Weird. Next time. Until then. Oh, Gene's also putting up some articles on www.evilexamine.com. Uh, about these tool bags that we've discussed today. So uh, go check it out. And uh, thanks again, Brendan, for joining us this week. Thanks. On Evil Examined. Yeah.